Welcome to Startup Out of the Box, a regular podcast with Vitor Domingos and Marco Silva. On this episode, we're going to talk about staying at home because of this uh, coronavirus pandemic, uh, the future of working or remote working, and obviously, we're going to discuss about KPIs versus OKRs, so Key Performance Index versus Objective Key Results. Uh, Marco, um, I can see that you're safe, you're at home and uh, following the government rules, I hope. And uh, how is... guidelines. Exactly. Um, because... One of our first um, uh, points of this episode, uh, well, the, f the last one that we uh, record was, I think, in September, something like that. So we went for, for a long uh, vacation up until the moment that we actually need to, we are obliged to stay at home because of this pandemic uh, of the coronavirus. But um, there's a lot of people right now that they need and they must work from home. But for us, because we would either be at a remote uh, a co-working space or we were already used to, to work from home, it's not a, a lot of, uh, of difference, is it? Do you feel any kind of uh, difference when it comes to work from home? I'm, 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 we can discuss about the other details later. <laughs> <laughs> so across and for me, like in general, things look the same. I'm still working from home. Uh, the team also, we, my team is also fully remote. Everyone is working from home. So we don't, we don't see that much impact. Uh, where I am seeing impact, now that's the difference. I usually work also from a co-working space. So once in a while, I will go and work out, uh, work from somewhere around London, from a coffee shop or a library, something like that. So I have to stop doing that. Uh, but also one of the main impacts uh, for this lockdown is while I'm still working remotely, working from home, the big change is now I have my son at home with me. So yeah. instead of him being in the nursery the entire day, I have to keep him at home and entertaining during the day. So I work full-time, my wife works full-time also. So we have to kind of juggle uh, responsibilities between us, uh, uh, manage like calls, hours, to ensure like we can both continue doing our work. But at the same time, we have to take care of him, pay attention because he is still a toddler. So yeah. he demands a lot of attention. Um, so yeah, so it's I get tired of work and then I get like by 9 p.m. I am done from, for the day. Like working and taking care of a toddler at the same time, that's exhausting. It is. And I've been uh, doing this for already three weeks. Exactly. It is. And it's just the beginning. Um, and as I would imagine that a lot of parents... Uh, like you are in the same situation, they need to have their toddlers or their kids at home. It's really hard to juggle with education and and activities and even uh, remote working. But in terms of remote work, um, I see a lot of people, um, I went to, um, I, I actually I have a couple of friends that they needed a webcam. I suggested, uh, I think that we use the same webcam, the Logitech C920, 120, I think. Um, I suggest, suggested that one. It was sold out uh, because there's a lot of people wanted to have a proper webcam. One of my pet peeves re re relating to the webcam is actually people put the web, they use laptops. So if they use the laptop, they put the laptop on the table, pretty much like yours right, right now. So they have the camera facing their nostrils and stuff like that. So um, uh, my suggestion that was actually today on LinkedIn was, raise the, the, the laptop and the webcam with a bunch of books or boxes and stuff like that uh, so that you can have the webcam facing you uh, top down rather than bottom up. 
Um, the other thing that we do, uh, people can see here, it's kind of we have the, uh, our condenser microphones over here. My mine's here, yep. yours is over there. Um, there's a lot of yeah, people that, that use. That yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of people that also use uh, kind of uh, specific headsets like uh, this one. For, uh, there you go. This one from Jabra and stuff like that. Palmtron, actually, or their own kind of their own headphones. Um, any source of a good microphone is, is it's good. Don't use a laptop microphone. It's really bad when it comes to these kind of video conferences. Um, but overall, one thing that's interesting is like, for example, like the headphones I have now. Uh, it's a Sony One Thousand X Mark II. Yeah, so these the are microphones are the Mark III, the, the next version. Yeah. So the the my ones as like the, while they are expensive microphones because of the noise cancelling, their microphone I would call it crap. Yeah, uh, it it's okayish, but it is crap. But just absorbs every piece of sound around me. So sometimes I'm having phone calls with my team, and they can hear everyone around me, all the noise. And I'm like, I can't. Yeah. Uh, so when usually these microphones, the the, the condenser yeah. microphones, they're really better. Um, um, yeah, because they only have that sound that's what are, what's in front of you and not around you. Exactly. Uh, so, but if you want to buy uh, my, an headphones with microphone, especially for phone calls, uh, look for usually if you go to Amazon, look for microphones that say Skype certificate. Um, usually, those are already been tested and they are made specifically for phone calls, and they have like noise cancelling on the microphone level, uh, or like. Apple, uh, the AirPods, they have a good uh, quality for uh, for phone calls also because they have the noise cancelling for uh, for the microphone. Um, Something like you mentioned, the Jabra. And I'm hoping like the next version of these headphones from Sony also have that because, well, if you're paying like 250 pounds or 300 pounds for a good pair of headphones, come on, the microphone nowadays is kind of essential. <laughs> Should be standard, exactly. So have a proper microphone, have a proper webcam, um, always your laptop webcam and use uh, any kind of microphone that's close to your mouth is better than to use the, the one from the laptop or the, or the, or the, or the, or the tablet. Um, do you think that also, because people are working from home, I think that because of this pandemic, things are probably going to change for the next couple of months. Do you think that people will start working from home more often and start looking at that as a as a way of actually work rather than going to the office or go to any kind of uh, co-working space uh I, i'm assuming that in one year we're gonna have some not the same restricted um uh kind of uh laws that we it's not laws um advice that we have right now to stay uh to meet us apart from each other but do you think that we're still going to have some restriction kind of we work spaces or co-working spaces or even a full packed office do you think that's going to be possible or people actually actually going to start working more from home well i'm hoping that in a couple of months we can start having like a more normal life mm. uh, because if i have to spend like three or four months uh full time at home with a two-year-old oh god i'm gonna need like a lot of mental support <laughs> uh, but like company-wise i feel like in a couple of months things should start uh, feeling a bit more normal. Uh, that's what I'm expecting. Um, from there, I've, I think like we're going to have a mix of uh, situations. So some companies will start embracing more remote work uh, because they've tested, they, they were kind of forced to test it uh, and they saw that, okay, this works. Uh, but I think in some companies, it might even kill the possibility of having remote ever again. Um, and that also depends on the culture of the company, uh, our managers and our so what do you mean? What do you mean? Uh, C levels. 
What do you mean kill remote work? Uh, so in some organizations, you can see the culture of the company. Hmm. Uh, I would expect in some companies that they're going to see like a, a decrease in productivity because hmm. they weren't able to adapt to remote work. They weren't able to adapt uh, oh, to what it means to work remotely. So they're going to blame remote as why it didn't happen and not blame and not understand like the, themselves like, no, it was our fault. It was our culture. We didn't adapt properly. So that's why remote didn't work. So why didn't it work? Let's try to fix it for the future. And, it, and I think some organizations are going to look at it and think that remote doesn't work. We proved it doesn't work. So we're not we're never going to do that again. And mm. I'm expecting that's going to happen in some big type of corporations, old school uh, kind of things. Uh, that will happen. Uh, but I think in general, uh, this is showing a lot of normal companies uh, that at least possible, even if it's just like one or two days a week, uh, it, it will allow people to have that freedom. Well, I think that the, the remote working will still, in one year time, we're still going to talk about remote working. Um, yeah. I think that some companies that uh, work around technology, provide services, they might focus to uh, keep their employees at home. Because uh, after a while, uh, the, uh, we're still going to have more uh, liberties when it comes to movement um, because of this pandemic. But it's still going to be hard for us to go to work and on a full pack tube or bus or whatever, or cars. So I think that's gonna, still going to be a lot of restrictions. Uh, but okay. people who start, start kind of move around their house, move around their neighborhood more, but going to work, going in a packed tube to work or going to a, a co-working space where you're just neck-to-neck uh, -neck or back-to-back -to, -back to someone else because it, they need to put a lot of people there. I think that's not going to happen at least in one year time. And that's going to change the way that companies, especially the ones that provide technology, will operate, especially the ones that have services. And um, also you're going to impact travel, right? So why do you need to travel to, let's say, I don't know, uh, Manchester or Liverpool to do a meeting when you can do the meeting through um, uh, um, uh, Zoom or Teams yeah. or something like that? So, Or just send an email or send a Slack message. Exactly. It's like there was this comic going out a few a few days ago or a week ago, something like that, like uh, someone working from home on a desk and he kind of realizing, oh, yeah, this meeting could have just been an email. <laughs> exactly. So there's, there's still a lot of uh, change that people are going to face, that people are going to um, observe, and also um, understand that uh, probably remote working is not that bad. Will that impact salaries? I hope not, uh, because obviously if you have someone coming to the office, as you said, uh, people, I just, I know, what was it? I think it was today or yesterday. There's... Uh, news, I think it was on the, the Guardian or BBC that says that some companies are installing um, uh, monitoring software on uh, their employees' laptops so that they can take screenshots of their desktop. Remember Meraki and that kind of stuff uh, back in, uh, when was it, in Switzerland? Uh, where we, uh, yeah. we, we, I'm not saying we, but someone could take screenshots of laptops and get the remote location and stuff like that. Uh, that kind of yeah. privacy. Um, I think that, and, and to your point, that there are some projects, there are some companies, CEOs, that they're going to fail their objectives because they don't see the people at the office or because they don't actually can collaborate uh, remotely. Um, they're going to go with the easy way of installing remote software to check on their employees. All of those, is, obviously, they're going to fail because they don't have a trust relationship with the employee, employer. Yep. Um, actually employee, but also they haven't set up their objectives. 
And uh, the third topic that uh, we marked, uh, we want to discuss is uh, the KPI, right? The key performance index, which everyone uses right now in the industry versus the OKRs, the objective uh, key results. One is more um, uh, set up to um, have individual uh, performance, uh, performance of, of, of the individual, of the employee. Uh, the other one is more set to the company themes or the company motos, but also what you need to deliver. One is more focused on delivery, the other one is more focused on the individual. So KPIs versus OKRs. Um, do you want to, uh, at, at your company, do you, do you have any kind of this objectives or is it just a mix of both? I think it's not formalized of, it's a KPI or OKR. Uh, it's more of a conversation uh, between us, between the everyone with senior managers, uh, uh, engineering managers, to define like what's the goals of the team, what's the goals of, of the company, uh, and everyone working around that. So it doesn't, we haven't had anything like still formalized uh, regarding this. Like in the beginning, um, we did, when we started, five years ago? Jesus, it was a long time ago. Uh, we did try setting up OKRs, um, but I think, uh, just give me a minute. I just need to answer your message, yeah. So. You know that we're recording this, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yes. oh, yeah. Objective, so we just tried setting up OKRs in the beginning, uh, but it was, um, I think, too much for us at the time. Like, there was still a lot of uncertainty uh, what we were building, how we were going to build it. Like, so, like, setting up this type of things in the beginning of a startup can be too much because awesome. you, there's yeah. still a lot of uncertainty going on. So to define stuff like this, you need to start having a bit of a foundation. You need to start having a base on what is your product, who are your clients, how does the team work, uh, how does development work. So you, it is something that's a bit more expectable and a bit more measurable. So once you get sort of getting to that point, then it's easier to implement KPIs and OKRs, uh, but yeah. also... My advice would be, I've, I've already seen some companies trying to implement this, uh, older companies, big companies, and some of them fail because they try to go full, full heads on. Like mm. They read a book about OKRs and they try to implement everything about OKRs. Kind of like Scrum. Why does Scrum fail in most companies? Because they read the Scrum framework and they try to implement everything yeah. instead of adapting how should this framework work for us? What can we use from this framework that makes sense for us? And I think that's where a lot of companies fail. So if you want to go for KPIs or OKRs or whatever, read those frameworks, see what they're trying to achieve, but focus on what is more valuable to you. Don't try to copy paste and do exactly what's on the manual. Adapt <laughs> to what it, how you work and what your needs are, or else it's going to fail big time and everyone's going to blame just another framework. True. Um, well, for me, um, as I said in the, in the beginning, so um, the key performance index is more kind of um, individual-oriented goals, but with a more, uh, I would say, quantitative um, uh, nature. So where you try to measure uh, the quantity of, of if you achieve that goal or not. The OKR is more as a qualitative, right? Um, so if you actually achieve that objective, it doesn't need to be 100%, but if you actually achieved the, the part of the objective, uh, did, did it actually deliver something? So it's more, uh, it has a more, uh, it's more oriented to the goals of the company the, rather than the goals of the individual. So um, 
I think that um, because of remote working, because of people, how people should be measured or how objectives should be set up, I think that we need to have a mix of probably um, individual performance um, on a more quantitative way, but also qualitative way, because that's that's what's missing uh, on on both. Right, we can just go uh, uh, qualitative, but also we need to go quantitative on on both. So we need to set up a new way of. Um, of um, setting objective objectives, not just for, not just for the company, but also for the individual. And I, my opinion is that it's going to be a mix of of, of both. It doesn't need to be one or the other one. It needs to be a mix of, of both. And as a startup, you are uh, right now at, at the precise moment that you can actually um, um, create your own objectives and your own framework. And as as you just said, don't don't go with the full kind of length book of one versus the other, but just adapt and actually uh, try to work with your employees and figure out what's the best way to, uh, to measure them, right? Yep. Good. Uh, right. Um, and that's yep. pretty much um, it. Oh, okay. Yep. Can, carry on. No, no, I want to say, like, I need to get going. So that's yes. pretty much it. Exactly. So uh, thank you for this episode uh, 25. Uh, I hope that, uh, when was it? And when is it? Uh, maybe in two days, three days' times, we can do another Saturday part yep. of the box. And um, thank you. Thank you, Mark. Yep. See you tomorrow. Have a oh. good one.